Say, who's your favorite player? Gabriel Longescock. Hey, look at you, friends. Oh, hi. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of How Are You Now? The podcast where we talk about everything Letterkenny related, from Chorzy's chirps to McMurray's questionable behavior. We are the toughest podcast in Letterkenny, and we're here to talk about everything that makes this show a cult classic. So grab a puppers, get ready for some hicks, skids, hockey players, and Glenn. So, how are you now, Tiara? Good, and you? Oh, not so bad. So, um, what's been going on, Kato? Mm, I got a job. <gasps> you did? <laughs> I did. Do you want to share about that job? <sighs> I am. Well, I took a, a contract for the, um, the last part of the school year uh, to see if I can teach again and if I can stand it. <laughs> so, yeah, for at least six weeks, I will be a teacher again uh, in Vancouver. Right on. And, yeah. Fun. Yeah. Uh, and hello, Casey. Hi, We're happy Casey. to see you. Um, and uh, she's telling you congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> um, but like, for the record, not a woman. It's okay. <laughs> Warming. <Yeah. laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, and I got my first uh, voice acting gig. Yes. Actually paid. Um, actually, everything. yeah, pay, a whole paid one. Um, <laughs> so doing a... There's a fella making a indie animated movie, 3D animated movie, uh, cop stuff. Um. No apologies <laughs> needed. <laughs> I haven't really talked about that much on here. So. Yeah. Thank a, you. But uh, so, yeah, uh, we'll see it when it comes out and uh, hopefully. And then he's also talking about making a sequel already. So. So cool. We will. Uh, we'll see how that goes. So. And, uh, yeah. You got anything else going on? I don't know. Do I? I don't know. Do you? I don't know. Well, what am I forgetting? I don't know. Okay. You're cute. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, and for those who uh, haven't heard already, we have a new phone number. Uh, the one that we had before, uh, Ferda was, uh, has been, got, got gone, unfortunately. Uh, but we have a new one now, which is 503-487-2789. You can... Leave us a voicemail, send us a text, whatever. Um, it's also 50FITPARTY, so if you want to have a fit party with us, uh, go ahead and do so. Um, so, we have a, another new guest that we've never had. We've been, talk, we've been chatting with this him for some time. Yes. Uh, but uh, let's welcome to the class, Tress Webb. Tress, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How are y'all? Oh, not so bad. Um, <laughs> Shit. Well, no, Dean did it wrong. No, Besides, no, I did it wrong. Dean did it wrong. I, well, I did it. I did it up. Well, I wasn't able to bring it back either. So. <laughs> well, I mean, I could just say, "How are you now?" Uh, good, and you? Oh, not so bad. Um, <laughs> so, Tress. Uh, for those who have not mess, met Tress before, he's been seen and heard on uh, our good friends Protestant podcast. Uh, what else are you up to? What do you do when you're when you're not letterkinning? When I'm uh, not letter kidding, I <laughs> um, I 
sell, you know, uh, Freightliner, big Freightliner trucks. I sell the parts for those things. Oh. All right, then. Those are heavy. And duty. <laughs> oh, yeah. He oh, yeah. Duty. duty. And I, I, in the meantime, I, I, I write and watch entirely too much TV, and that's about the size of it. What, what else are you watching aside from Letterkenny? Oh, Shorzy, uh, of course, <laughs> of course. Uh, let's see. Um, I've, uh, I don't know. I haven't, <laughs> whatever comes up, uh, there was a 2010 to 2014 show that was on A&E called Glades. And I've binged that and it's not, it's good, but Nobody apparently watched it or otherwise. Uh, yeah, I've never, I don't know I've never heard of it. <laughs> but, oh, no, it was, there was literally, I didn't know about it. And it's apparently been off the air for 10 years and I just stumbled across it. And it's just something else I've been watching. Uh, I watched Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. Right. We're yeah, not up to date on that. We, we have an episode or two, I think. Well, we have one from, yeah, we'll, last, we'll, week. last week, and then then we'll have tonight's, right? Because yes. they do on Sunday, right? I think so. I so, can't talk about it? Okay. Yeah. We, I we, know. We've, I we've know. Only, I feel bad we, about we, that one. We've only watched the... Uh, the, the season opener. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's a great show. I love it. And it's, mm-hmm. it's sad that it's going to be the final season, at least as that's what they've said. Um that thir- the season three is going to be the final season, but you know, they, who knows? I mean, maybe they'll come back and he's now actually a, uh, a, a soccer coach in the States. So <laughs> yeah. never know. Yeah. That'd be interesting. So what? Oh, yeah. tell us your, your letter Kenny journey. How'd you get caught up in it and find the podcasts and whatnot? Um, the year was 2020 and, uh, <laughs> right. and uh, it was October or so. And I had a sinus infection and went to the doctor and they told me I had COVID oh, boy. and I was like, what? And at the time, you know, everybody freaking out about it. I thought, sure, that's it. I'm going to be dead in five days. So yeah, I'm going out. And, but I, I had off work for 10 days and I was just flipping channels. And I think I had watched, uh, you know, every history channel thing that was on and I was just bored senseless. And I saw the letter Kenny thing. And I was like, I think, um, I'd seen one of the letter Kenny, uh, Oh, the original letter Kenny problems, the shorts, thing on the shorts. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Oh yeah, I remember that. That was kind of funny. <laughs> and then I just watched it and I spent the rest of my quarantine falling in love with the show. So <laughs> I was like, this is great. And like any good thing, I was like, I wonder if there are people out there talking about this. <laughs> and and so, of, of course, of like everybody else, I run across the that first letter, Kenny. Oh, sure. Podcast that, By Arish. I mean, yeah, from. And he was the I first one. Mentioned it, and Al had mentioned it that, you know, <clears throat> he's a nice enough guy. Oh, but, yeah, sure. But I don't know. He's not he, that, go to podcast and then uh i stumbled across uh the produce stand mm-hmm. and i was like oh this is cool and all that stuff and i think i had heard when you first came on for one of the recaps uh-huh. okay. and he goes oh this dude's got one too awesome <laughs> so uh, i i let i come on yours and i was like whoa <laughs> this is like <laughs> I mean, at, at first I thought it was chaotic, and then I found it the most entertaining thing. 
Well, we try to be. Like, we, we we try to be a little chaotic, chaotic good. good. Yeah. Chaotic so. good. Yeah. No, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was like, and not not only that, but y'all were y'all were talking like the deep cut stuff that was mm. where you know things as far as you know uh, social things that sure. were mm. implied on there and all that stuff. And I was like, well, that's 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 really cool too. That's yeah. I mean. There's a lot of people, a lot of people who don't think about those things or don't Mm -hmm. pick up on those things that we just. Oh, sure. Sure. That's that's probably the main negative comment we get (laughs) is that people don't see it. And then they hear our podcast and and like, we're reading into it and say, and say we're virtue signaling. We actually, you know, have have it on pretty good authority at this point that we're pretty on, you know, point for a lot of the stuff we say. (laughs) Well, not only that, but I mean, if I'm calling, calling, calling it fairly, I mean, they don't bury it that deep or anything. No, they don't. I mean, really, really don't. <laughs> I mean, it, you don't have to look hard to find where they're going with it. You but, almost have to be actively not looking for it to not see it. Yeah. Right. But the thing that uh, continues uh, to keep me absolutely in love with Letterkenny, other than all the other aspects of it, is just the uh, the sheer cinematic quality of everything, mm. which is leaps and bounds above anything else I've seen on TV. Yeah. I mean, to the point where last year I did a, uh, a show on the produce stand was, uh, the top, I think I found seven of them, the top seven episodes or the top seven scenes that have no words in it. And it's all visual storytelling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, when I brought it up, Al was game. And I think it was my brother. He goes, so you're going on a podcast to talk about a show where there's no words in the scene. And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> no, that's, and that's, you know, cause that really, means yeah. you get to tell the story yeah. of the scene. Right. <laughs> so there's right. a story there. It's just not spoken. Right. And, and I mean, just this, the editing, the cinematography. Oh yeah. And it's, it, it just, it, in my little film nerd heart just <laughs> hits me right there. Right on. And that's no, I get it. That's why I love. That's what I love about that. Yeah, I totally get it, and I love how like Buttry is out there and uh, you know just listening to everybody, mm-hmm. and and you know the stuff that he does. His eye is great, um, and you know I, and whoever does, yeah, whoever is doing the editing and the you know the the cross the the crossovers between scenes and the, just that it's seamless. And oh, know, yeah. it's like on this episode, even it's got some great oh, yeah. scenes. Oh, yeah. So, I got a um, note on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so let's uh, let's let's start getting forward in the show. So last last episode, we had our good buddy Casey, who you've seen pop up on here uh, a bit. Um, oh, see, well, hang on. What is <laughs> Andrew's? There was a gay wedding and the beat up character called Hard Rate J. You have to be watching different show to miss it. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> I have basically used that argument many times because that's what it feels like. It's like, how are you missing this? <laughs> but anyway, anyway. So, yeah, last week with uh, with Casey, who we went over a Koya on, which was a very funny episode. We had a great time with Casey mm-hmm. um, and finding out about tonguing the V and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, it was a blast. It was hilarious. And if you haven't seen that clip from the show, go watch it. Cause <laughs> or listen. <laughs> or listen. <laughs> Forget that this is a podcast. That yeah. A watch it. I mean, but watching it is also hilarious. So Absolutely. Um, but, yes, thank you, Casey, for making that. <laughs> so, um, 
but yeah, any other opinions on Okoya before we move on to 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 the to the episode at uh, at hand? And you I and told I, me I was going to have to top Tony in the <laughs> Well, that's, <laughs> no, yeah, that's hard to, to do. That. I don't know if there's any top in that, but yeah, for <laughs> so you know, I'm only talking to my dog today. That's that's the shirt <laughs> shirt for the show. Um, so <clears throat> anyway, but they're so, locked in the other room. So yeah. <laughs> Well, I talked, I talked to him earlier. That's true. Uh, so uh, we kick off this episode, as we do, uh, with a cold open, this time at Modine's. And uh, with uh, with Bonnie there kicking it off um, about uh, at the bar. So Riley and Jonesy and Avi meet up at Modine's for lunch. Uh, Bonnie comes to the table and gives them all their new hockey-themed menu. Uh, they go through a list of hockey, hockey players slash food name crossovers from... Corey Perrier to Yagamir Lager and Bloody Marion and uh, a Bloody Marion that is Chris Latangi with Dill Kessel. Uh, and then uh, Gail finally tries to have them come to a, a decision. Main chain courses. How's a sloppy Joe Thornton? It's got Parmesan Couturier with diced radish vibrata and turnip Stevenson. And to think we were just going to whip up some RJ Umberger helper? Yeah, and they they go a little bit deeper, and uh, there's so many hockey names. I mean, most of them I didn't get, but mm-hmm. I'm sure you know hockey people, which you know, I mean Canadians especially, will get that. Um, but uh, as the ordering wraps up, their choice of dessert uh, it wraps up with their choice of desserts. With Bonnie and Gail closing out the cold open, as I did up at the top of the show. Say, who's your favorite player? Gabriel Longestcock. Because uh, you can always count on Gail for a good. Uh, Cock joke. <laughs> Am I not wrong? No, Am yeah, I wrong? that was what I was going to say. <laughs> so, uh, so from there, uh, we 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 we're still at Modine's while the Hicks are seated at a table. Stuart and Rold come in asking what's going on. Katie informs them that Tibidu's dog is lost and they that he's doing nothing about it. The dog apparently first belonged to Jive and Pete. The dog ran away. He gave up on it. And now the same thing with Tibidu. Uh, Rold is very concerned about the dog's health. Uh, Rosie assures Rold that they will find it. Uh, Katie then states that not only do they uh, have Rosie, but they've got Glenn. Uh, just then, Glenn rolls out the kitchen wearing his usual attire, except for a jungle hat and carrying a poster board with the information about the lost dog. Uh, Glenn then announces... As I'm sure you all know, I added dog trapping to my wildly impressive skill sets at the age of 17 whilst doing missionary work in Puerto Escondido. I didn't know that. It's in his Twitter bio. Twitter is a cult. <laughs> so, from there, uh, Glenn details everything about the dog and how they will find it uh, using information that's on his poster. Uh, one of the things that we also find out, this dog, the dog's name is Gregory. Uh, cue the admonishment of using human names for dogs. Uh, and a bit more discussion, uh, after a bit more discussion, they decide they will break up into two small groups to find the dog, leaving Dan, Rold, and Stuart behind uh, to consult with uh, Dan, Sweetie, Ellen, uh, to read tea leaves to see if she can help psychically. Uh, that's because they're all too mo- too emotional about the, about the dog. Um, I am Dan in that scene. <laughs> I am not emotional. <laughs> so from there we go to the basement. Uh, Riley and Jonesy are standing in the gym, bummed out because they got stood up for their gym date and. After they spend a moment l- lamenting that they'll never get to know uh, how hot, what the steez is, or how hot their, their girls were, they show up. April and May. They apologize for being late. 
However, it's now time for Riley and Jonesy to go to their beer league hockey game in April and May say, oh, we'll go. All right, Riley and Jonesy explained to them that is a bad idea. Usually there's only one clueless guy who'll bring a sweetie to his beer league game, and that means there's one lone rocket sitting solo in the stands. And if that clueless guy isn't on our team, then I'm finding out who that guy is on the other team, and I'm chirping that guy all night. See, I'll know who the clueless guy is halfway through warm-up, and I'll be getting right in his kitchen all night long. Uh, the boys didn't tell them they'll give him a rain check and run off. April and May are astonished and bewildered that they've been ditched and planned for some payback. Uh, then we go outside where we join the search teams as they are, uh, as they discuss in more details of the particular breed and how they might be able to, uh, might, might hide and how far they may travel and other things that the dog may do while, while lost. Um, then we cut to the skid basement where Ellen has come to the skids and, uh, to help, to help Dan Stewart enrolled with their psych, Psychic search. Uh, she gives the instructions for uh, to Rold for handling the teacup. Ellen starts her investigation into the leaves. Uh, that she has, uh, she sees that the dog has been injured, is confined, and she sees the letters D, A, and N. Uh, she then shows the tea leaves and asks, "Do you think this looks like a dick?" <laughs> so, because you know that I'm sure that plays something into it. Uh, we will see. Um, from there, we go back to the hockey barn. Riley and Jonesy are on the ice, uh, waiting their game to start. Just then, April and May enter, looking just like a couple of puck bunnies. Uh, we find out that someone is, we f then find out someone is back in Letterkenny. Back? Maybe? What fucking clueless pieces of shit brought their broads to watch them play beer league? Yeah. Shorzy. Uh, is right on top of it. Uh, April and May then make a show of it that Riley and Jonesy invited them to come watch, thanking them profusely for allowing them there. Uh, and we're back outside where the search continues with each of the groups. Uh, more information is learned about how lost dogs react while lost. Uh, we also learn how to, how to react to a lost dog once they're found, including how to say their name in a way that they are not used to. What fucking clue nope. So you want to give each syllable a different tone. Shake things up a little. Make it sing songy. Try it. You try it. Try it. You try it. Hmm. Gregory. 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 Supposed to give dogs human names. Ooh, look over there. Some flattened down grass in a twisted pattern. Sheltered from the wind, close to a fence line. And look, horses. <laughs> horses. Horses. Uh, horses. <laughs> there we go, back to the hockey barn. The game has begun. Uh, it's back to Shorzy and chirps of uh, fuck you, Shorzy, and... Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Jonesy. Your mom gave me an over-the-pants handy at the mall and then cried when I cleaned myself <laughs> up with the racy top. She got it siren. <laughs> so, uh, it's good to see Shorzy back. Um, is it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> uh, we cut back to the skid basement where Ellen, Dan, and Ellen, Dan Stewart and Roller are all still trying to figure out what the D and A and N means just as Dan gets a call. Dan takes the call, hangs up, and after a long pregnant pause, Dan lets them know, oh, they found Gregory. <laughs> so, uh, where now we all arrive at the dick farm. Uh, everyone's gotten together, uh, and we find out how the dicks ended up finding Gregory. Gregory was not well when they found him, but Anita 
traded, uh, attended him with uh, Noah explaining only how he can about how it was done. The Dicks inform inform them how they had temporarily given the dog the name of Sunshine, uh, but assume that they are all there to take the dog back. After a very quick discussion, they ask the Dicks if they'd like to keep him. This makes them very happy. We'll continue to tend to him day to day. I'm surprised that my wife didn't become a doctor, for it would seem as though she can't resist an open gash. <laughs> my husband knew I was many things when he married me, but I can assure you a gash lover was not one of them. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Uh, and then, them. and then close credits. <laughs> um, it's so a, much. it's a silly episode, oh. but it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's great. It's hilarious. And we l- learned some thing about things about dogs. Yes. So, so thoughts, theories, oh. trivia, observations, questions that, uh, that any of y'all came up with. Uh, let's see. We got a comment from oh. someone here. Uh, oh. Demond saying it can't stay. Just want to say I love you all. Love, we love you too, Demond. Can't wait to see um, you again. So this was not my favorite this season. Um, this was probably my least favorite episode of the season. And not, you know, not just because of the Shorzy shit. Like I love Shorzy <laughs> the show, but I've never been a fan of Shorzy the character in the Letter Kenny. character, yeah. Um so like there were two things that were big strikes three for this episode and it's the 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 chicks who stood up Riley and Jonesy and then Shorzy. I think I'll get to all of that, but like I just I wanted to put that out there that I got a lot of good stuff, but sure, sure. it's not my favorite episode. <laughs> How about you, Tress? Um, I liked uh I did like this episode. I'm with Tiara in the sense that Shorzy was just sort of out of nowhere with yeah. no context. And I mean that's Fine. I mean, he was basically out of nowhere with no context this whole run of the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the three-dimensional it, character is is a lot better than the one-dimensional Shorzy that we get. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's weird. I mean, which I guess people can argue all they want about the time framing of Shorzy, <laughs> and, and I don't want to get into that. But oh yeah, there, well, there's plenty of discussion about that, and I think we we are all aware that Letterkenny resides in a timeline all of its own. Absolutely, and it's and it's very wibbly wobbly. I was just gonna and say, Jeremy it's very Bear much me. like uh, yeah, mm, ooh, Jeremy Bear me. I I feel like that's a crossover that I need to see. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Chris. <laughs> but uh, it was like, you know. And and I I don't mean to judgmental, especially if it's a different timeline. But we we've seen Shorzy now. We've, yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm not trying to say that the shtick is. It's it's one of the show's tropes, like we were talking about yeah, in sure, other episodes sure. this season. It's a trope that they bring yeah, back but, over and over. But we've all seen Shorzy the. Yeah, the va- yep. the bail's off now. I mean, it's like <laughs> no, and, and yeah, you're not wrong. And I mean, I think. Maybe I'm I'm I don't know if this one of the things that I said last episode was, is this maybe them talking about these are the tropes that we've always done and now we're, you know, maybe bringing these to a close to maybe do some new stuff on the show. Um, I don't who knows. Um, you know, it could be that you know they'll keep some of the 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 regular stuff, um, but you know they've had these tropes for a long time. I mean, we're eleven seasons in. Um, it wouldn't be I, I know a lot of people just they that's what they come for the allegedly's and the fuck you tibidus yeah. and, and the to be fair <laughs> and this, yeah um, and they're and they're actually pretty good at keeping them as fresh as they can mm-hmm. yeah for 
you know, and I, I've always appreciated that, that even when they, they get into a sort of, oh, what's the word? Um, a self-realized version of it. Like we know it's a, you know, we know it's a trope. Right. And, yeah. and they have fun with it, but, sure. but it's like the, uh, I remember watching it this morning because I was reacquainting myself with it. I was watching the cold open and I remember going, this is probably how those people that have no idea what wrestling is <laughs> felt about that other cold open. Cause I'm just sitting there going, no, no, no. I remember, I sort of remember that guy. I know Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cam Neely. He was, uh, he was in Dumb and Dumber. Oh yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, I don't know any of these other people. <laughs> yep. I bet this is funny as hell if you know hockey. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. So I just, I chalked it up to me and not to the particular writing. Oh, no. I mean, I mean, because I was sitting there, because I heard some people go, you know, I don't know anything about hockey. I don't think this is funny. Oh, it's probably funny if I knew anything about hockey, but so that's on me. But yeah, I, I mean, if it was, if it had been football players, I, I would have been probably cracking up. Um, right. <laughs> but I don't know I, if there's an anything that would like work for me because people... derby players. That you've known. But here's the thing. <laughs> Which era of Derby? Yes. Because <laughs> I've been in several of them. <laughs> there you go. They, any of them. <laughs> some of them. <laughs> I mean, you you could probably hear some football players and I would, and, yeah, and, and I would get know. Those. I would know quite a few from the last 16 years. <laughs> I have no regrets about and, that. And the Seahawks no from regrets, the 80s. Keith. There's some Seahawks from the 80s that I definitely, like, I would recognize their name. Mm. Um, you know. And, oh, and some Mariners. So, uh, baseball. <laughs> I had to think about that. <laughs> That's terrible. Um, yeah, so speaking of the cold open, I, I, I love seeing Bonnie getting more into the repeated, into the tropes, like the cold open. Mm. Um, she's, this season... Even when it's just a, like her stepping in on the screen for two minutes, like in episode one, she's really kind of got <laughs> more dimension to her character this season than um, we've really seen before. Um, so I like that. Like helps keep it fresh by having people like Gail and Bonnie doing the cold open yeah. instead of the same three or exactly. four. Um, let's see. So... Uh, I don't know, you know, uh, I, I've never really explained my process of doing this, but basically, like, he does kind of a basic script that is, you know, when he's reading all of that, and I will take that script and I will write all over it as I'm watching the episodes and just little <laughs> Go details Go ahead and hold it I up. Show it to the camera. Like, a little bit closer. Some good note taken. There's some good, good notes. I mean, it's not quite, thoughts. it's not quite awesome worthy. It's not quite, <laughs> it's not as good as, like, a, like an episode that I really get into, um, like there have been some episodes where I had like covered the paper plus paper in my notebook that I would have to go through. Those are usually not awesome episodes because awesome will yeah that's awesome level. Uh, uh, so anyway, and then um, she'll leave them in my in my yeah I'll leave them in there. here and magically they get picked up and recycled. It's it's so great. Um, okay. I slip on them while doing voiceover. <laughs> Um, when Aaron teach, says, yes, right, <laughs> right. It's don't show the kids this because I would not want them to write their notes like this because it doesn't, it makes sense to me. Yeah, just write it in the textbooks. <laughs> this is basically how I used to write in textbooks. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, uh, Rosie looking at Wayne and laughing when Glenn says his name. And then I went back and watched the scene again to see everybody. And they're all giggling and Wayne is closing his eyes. And I, I love that because they're all like, oh, here, yeah, there he did it. Like they all know Glenn's going to be like, Wayne, no matter how, Wayne. you know, calm he is and everything else. Um, I also love that he he did rolled first and then did everybody back to Stuart, then back to Wayne, instead of, like, doing this group and then that group. So he kept looking back and forth. He always saved the best for last. Wayne is always the best. Wayne! Um, <laughs> Roldy getting emotional about a dog. What if that dog is hurt? And, like, really I wish I could. I wish I could make my voice that high. Just right. to... to... <laughs> Uh, what if he's hurt? <laughs> <laughs> but then you gotta be angrier. He was like angry, you know, worried about it. Um, the way Stuart said boy after the Hicks said it, he tried to say it like they did. It was like boy. boy. <laughs> Am I saying this right? I love it. <laughs> um, um, Roldy trying to open up and everyone just like, walking past him and going off and then sitting down next to Dan and saying, Mr. Dan, um, which I've actually, I think I've heard him call that before. And so, which makes the whole thing later even funnier. Mm. Um, okay. And then Tassie and Cassie, are you sure? Uh, that was, <laughs> that fantastic. was, that was, yeah. I, I, you know, even though I, I hated the, the, the new, oh, that's the, the new ones. April I and hate May. this whole thing. <laughs> R and J was stood up. They just don't deserve what yeah. happened. Like, so you admit being late is super tacky. Why didn't you call? Like, I've yeah. no. That's what I've written all over here. Like, why didn't you fucking call? You just expect and, and, and them to then. And the thing keep yeah, going off with you. And the thing, oh, the thing that I, that came to my mind as that was happening is, what would Bonnie McMurray have done? What would Bonnie have done? What would WWBD? She wouldn't still be there waiting for them. No, if they, the no, 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 no. I'm saying if she was one of those girls. Oh, being late? Yeah, she would never be late. And if she was, she would have called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think that's a good standard. What would Bonnie McMurray do? So. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I... April and May. <laughs> I hate it almost immediately. And like their characters, that's just, they're, they are every mean girl rolled up in, and I, I'm sure that that was done like that on purpose. Well, <laughs> it, I knew Casey was going to say everything. That. Every episode is fucking perfect, but sometimes more, uh, Some sometimes more other perfect. ones are, are more perfect than others. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit more perfect. Um, like there's a lot of really great stuff in here and I have notes about great stuff, but. Like, I stopped, I didn't take notes about the Shorzy stuff because I was just like, uh, there's nothing new yeah. to write about that. Um, I mean, I got one of them chirps in there and that's, you know, you know, you get what, you know what you're getting with Shorzy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's see. Um, so when they're um, drinking tea in the skid basement, the way the framing is and the camera went around them just continuously through the whole thing so you're constantly getting a different point of view i love that and that's where you saw um the well, pillow yeah the there's background. well two things uh, two things about mm -hmm. that that i that i noticed one rolled only turned the teacup around twice oh right i noticed that too this morning <laughs> and the that's pillow three times <laughs> the, the the pillow uh on the chair behind stewart and, and i'm sure this has probably been there for a while and i just for, finally noticed it appears to be made from uh the the fabric of the uh F8, the FACU costumes. 
The stripes. The, it's got the stripes. Yeah. Sparkly and had the right colors. It's been a minute, so Awesome probably is already on top of checking <laughs> that for us. Um, but that is what it appeared to be. Yeah. Uh, definitely. <laughs> um. <laughs> so again, a lot of the stuff I write now is what their faces look like. Um, Dan blushing when Ellen says he should call more, but quickly getting angry at the skids because they were like, sex, 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 sex. So he, he had the angry face, but it was like, hmm. Yeah, he's, beautiful. I fucking love his face. He's doing that little... Yep, and then immediately he's like... Um, and then I have another about Dan's face. Dan's face, when he when Roldy says that he thought his first name was Squirrely... <laughs> But then he answers the phone immediately after, Squirrely Daniels. <laughs> like, never once tells him how he's wrong. Just says, just makes a face like, you really thought that? Like, <laughs> how could you think that? Squirrely Daniel. <laughs> I, Squirrely I, Daniels I'm phone. sure Squirrely most Daniels fans, <laughs> at least at one point in our journey, we're like, is his first name Squirrely? We, we don't get any to discharge right, right? Until, until we get to the dicks. That is a little bit later. <laughs> that is with the dicks. That is right. You get some dis, dick, dick, um, char dick charge? Discharge dick, from the dick dicks. Charge. Hey, now. Hey, now. Um, I agree with Stuart. Oh, this was from earlier. An another read-through, so it's out of order. But uh, I agree with Stuart with the why isn't... So he said, why isn't Thibodeau doing anything? And then... Is Thibodeau uh, doing... Of doing anything, anything. About it. and then anyway, they it comes back to like Rosie says only three percent of dogs go to their owners after MDS uh, sets in, and so Stuart goes, Well, then it's a moot point. Which Katie immediately was like, Who the fuck are you? Like, really <laughs> venomous, like he, he's not wrong. <laughs> like, if it's been five days. Uh, the owner probably is not the best one to be out there looking for his dog. Why are you mad at him? Um, and then the last thing I wrote down was why is Jonesy not securing his helmet when he's on the ice? Um, but all I could think Fear of league. is, he, right, right. He's had so many, you know, he's hit his head so many times. Like the, the helmet's just Obviously. there for show. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. what's the over under a number of concussions between the two of them? Um, you know, as it would somebody, have to be between the two of them. Yeah. <laughs> as somebody who's had more concussions than I really should have ever gotten close to, um, it's probably like three times me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, and, and just a couple other things that I noticed from this. Um, that the opposing team, if you didn't know, oh, okay. if you didn't notice <laughs> for the, so, you know, uh, Riley and Jonesy are on the no regrets keys. The opposing team was the yard sailors, S-A-I-L-O-R-S, -S -S -S. so <laughs> sailing theme. Um, and uh, Noah, if you had noticed, appears to have stopped averting his eyes from Katie. Right. So <laughs> he didn't seem to have a problem. I mean, Katie and Rosie were also right there together, both showing their midriffs. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, didn't seem to have a problem this time, and maybe it's just because Anita was just so excited about having a dog and being in it, being I, in yeah. gash. I yeah. didn't I didn't write anything <laughs> down about the dicks. And scissoring, lots and lots, the, lots of scissors. Yes. <laughs> Learning how to scissor from thine mother. Mothers and daughters and, and scissoring the, and swinging and <laughs> swinging with each other's parents. Yeah. Yikes! So, oh, I don't want to so swing cool. with your mother. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. <laughs> right, uh. but I guess for me on this 
particular episode, what I really like is, and it was, I, I bet uh, the 27 cents in my pocket right now that <laughs> it was by design is Wayne took a serious backseat on this episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was there. Yeah. As some, maybe some sort of anchor, but, uh, you know, the front section, you know, it was basically uh, Glenn and everybody else doing it. And then, then there was that. Glenn and Rosie. Uh, yeah, Glenn and Rosie. And Gwen and Rosie threw out the beautiful, beautifully edited, mm-hmm. beautifully filmed tracking shot mm-hmm. of them walking, yeah. which so cool. And even then, you know, Wayne's just sort of in the background. He'll throw a, a one-liner in here and there, but. He absolutely uh, was a secondary character in this episode. Right. And, yeah. you know, and Glenn, and more to the point, you know, Rosie, this was really like Rosie front and center on an episode. And mm. I was just, I absolutely love that. Oh, yeah. I mean, because it's it's all about building this community yeah. of characters that they can draw from. And in the end, well, you just put the camera on, uh, what you know, Jonathan Torrance and Sarah Wayne Callis, and like <laughs> get out of their way. So, uh, I, mean, I love Sarah Wayne Callis so much, and how excited her character oh Anita would be. And she, I'm like, she, she is so fucking cute. adorable. She was so cute, <laughs> jumping up and down at the end. Yes. Like, I was just like, I would fall in love with her. I understand. <laughs> like, she's so fucking cute. Oh my god. And, and I really like the uh, the Skids Basement episode where it's basically just, it's it's. Uh, a trope you'll, you've seen in other shows, and sometimes on this one, where you just characters who never really interact. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna throw them in a scene together and see what happens. I, I love that. I I really love this one too because it, Dan is funny and oh, yeah. playing off the skids as almost the straight man in the room <laughs> yeah. was so great. Like oh um when the when they first sat down next to him and then they started giggling <laughs> yeah. and he's like well guess I'm driving like. Uh, I guess I'll drive. I guess I'll drive that. It was so fucking perfect. Like I, I felt that. (laughs) Like he was like, "Well, they are more fucked up than I am." (laughs) So yeah. (laughs) And that's it's always, you know, cool to see stuff like that. And you know, or was Derry even in this episode? No, he was not. Oh, okay. Because I didn't think so, but I thought. No. No, no, nope. But I, I just, I really like. I, first of all, full disclosure, I have five dogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Five fairly large dogs, and you know, this episode, of course, resonated with me because, you know, I'd be out of, I'd be a Dan, like you were saying, Tara. If I lost one of my dogs, I would be a Dan. There's, mm. I would not. I be would helpful. search, but I would not be useful searching for it. <laughs> Dean can attest to that. I'd be wandering in a big before. circle, <laughs> hoping it just shows up. And fucks yep. you, uh, Tibidoos. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But I also wouldn't just you know if when I got them back, I just wouldn't wrap them up in a blanket in front of the fireplace. I'd True just, story. Wrap them up. I'd be and standing put them in outside bed. the vet's office, waiting <laughs> six in the morning, waiting it open up. But. uh you know, I, so I, I really felt, you know, as far as the uh, the dog thing goes and and even own, having five dogs, I they said a lot of things I didn't even realize. Like, well, I'm, I don't think I'll ever. First of all, proud to say all five dogs, not a one of them 
as a human name. <laughs> we we kind of we with Sue, but Sue was a boy named Sue. That was a, that was from a Johnny Cash song. So we weren't <laughs> naming him after his full name was a boy named Sue. Yeah, his full name was a boy named Sue. Well, so. that's cool. <laughs> which so which one was the son of a bitch that named him Sue? <laughs> that was oh, me. There we go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just I checking. To, I'm like, where do we point? Because I point this way where he actually is. It does not look like it. So yeah. I have to do it. Right, me, right. Let me, let me fix that for you. Oh. There, uh, there you go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, it's him. But, there we go. But yeah, I mean, just <laughs> the editing alone on that walk. Yeah. It's a single uh it's a single basic line of dialogue shared between two people through editing and I don't know what that means, Casey. The months anyway. of <laughs> April and May are significant. Why are they significant to Shorzy? And then hashtag just saying. I, I, uh, you're gonna have to explain yeah, that. Yeah. You're gonna missed, have to hashtag just explain there. it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you were saying but I mean it was just this single line of dialogue and the uh of course the the craziest part about it is, you know, it's a whole tracking shot mm. both ways. And it's uh, edited so perfect that mm. it's seamless. And the, um, the you know, the, the, the lines of dialogue just are, are in the back and forth is just so perfect. It, this really got my vote for like, that's some good editing right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the first time, the first couple of times, well. Because I've already been on on produce stand for this season, so I, I watched the whole season already. Not like usual; we do it one at a time. Um, so uh, the the first time I was now I'm trying to remember <laughs> what was my fucking point. Um, Dean, yes, what was my point? I don't know what your point was. I'm, I'm I love it when I'm, this happens to me. I'm interested to hear it as well. Fall, um, <laughs> uh, what was I saying though? What were the words? <laughs> Sorry, this happens first, sometimes. First it's lovely it. being autistic. Um, okay, so the first time I usually, first couple of times I usually watch the episode, I'm not paying attention to the screen. I'm just listening to the dialogue, listening to what they're saying, identifying who's in the episode or in each scene and that sort of thing. And that scene, when you are not looking at the screen, it absolutely feels like all of them are just having the exact same conversation in a group. It's and then when you watch it and you see how it's back and forth between the two so perfectly, I just, I love how that was done because it does not feel in any way like it's two different conversations. It's the exact same conversation. We're just seeing it in two different places. <laughs> so. Until it gets to the point where they start Gregory and back and forth. And right. like, oh, <laughs> that was so cool how they came out of the editing part into. Yes. And I wanted to point out that, uh, Clark Bacco, she's got, she's got, she's got a good sounding. What, what I mean, she's I got would, a strong voice. Yes, I My would like to. My guess is probably like an alto or maybe like a. I would like to hear her sing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, they should do a karaoke night. I want to see Wayne sing too. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> what would what would as, Wayne as sing Wayne? in karaoke? You want to hear him singing as Wayne? (laughs) (laughs) That monotone. Yes, exactly. What would he sing though? Like, what would what would be Wayne's go-to karaoke song? Like, I feel like Katie's would be some something like sexy, like Samantha Fox or something like that. (laughs) Naughty girls need love. You just made thirteen-year-old Trace. (laughs) (laughs) We just heard that the other day, and I was like, oh yeah. 
Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like maybe Merle Haggard, maybe, or like I, I yeah. feel like he's old country. A little old Oki from Muskogee. Yeah. Or... or like Mama Tried. Mama Tried. Mama Tried, raise me better. Better pleading at night. He could know. do boy named Sue. Yeah. He could. Yeah, he, he could. could. Kinda, it's kind of. Because it's it's or, a talkie, yeah. Or uh, um, Sunday morning coming down or something. Oh, <laughs> oh yep. Chris, Chris Christopherson uh, flavor, yeah. Um, well, I mean, you gotta you gotta think he can't sing any worse than Chris Christopherson. <laughs> <laughs> I like Chris. Don't get me wrong, I love him as an absolute songwriter. Yeah, love him. But wow, there <laughs> are a lot of singers that got contracts that it's like how, especially in that era. Like, well, yeah, I, I mean, Merle, well, now, Merle. Pete Chris Christopherson was also a, a beautiful man, you yeah. Know, so, and but but Merle, Merle wasn't even that being a, wasn't that great of a singer. I no. mean, he just came out of prison as well. So, um, but as uh, much as we love I think him, Johnny it, wasn't a great singer. It's the stories, yes, the stories that yeah. they oh, told. Yeah, that that, that was the thing, and this it wasn't stories about pickup trucks and dogs and um, drinking beer, <laughs> you know. Well, that's because uh, you know they nowadays, weren't David Allen Co. Now nowadays there's no uh, there's no problems that they have. So it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> but you know. it's, yeah, yeah. But I don't yeah. know, man. It's like I, I, I could mean, uh, one. I, I do like some country music, but most of it is oh. just like a constant reminder of you know what you know. <laughs> uh, that's not that. I mean, I guess to some people it seems a tad uh, exotic mm. from some some backwards sort of thing, like you know, pickup trucks and trains. And <laughs> it's just it's just a Tuesday, man. It's, I mean, trains I'll go with because of you know Folsom Prison, but uh, yeah, I could I, you know I could almost hear oh, Wing doing crazy. one piece at a time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which one was that one? That's about him building the car. It's made out of all different kinds of pieces of car. Oh 64, yeah, I can 65, see that. 66, 67, yes. 60. <laughs> I could absolutely see it because it's got numbers one. in it. And yeah, <laughs> that's the perfect autistic song. <laughs> I don't but know no, about that, not, but for no Wayne, it could be. So on the back end of it, it'd have to be somebody. Oh, he could do. Uh, I've been everywhere by Hank Snow, mm. Canadian. I yeah. was, and yes, I was if hearing you could that, talk yeah. that fast. I'm man. I'm going to have man. Yes, agreed. Um, anyway. <laughs> we figured it out. I, I, have, a, I have a question <clears throat> that um, that I would like both of your opinions on. Uh -oh. um, so, uh, Cassie and Tassie Juniors, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll call them uh, April and May. Um, how would you have handled that if it was you and Riley and Jonesy's situation? I wouldn't have still been there when they showed up. Well, I mean, you didn't know they were going to show up. Right. Oh, you mean when they showed up to the gym? I wouldn't have waited for them. The boys were there all afternoon waiting for their date and talking about getting stood up because they had been there waiting. I would not have waited that long. Oh, okay. But let's say you had waited... <laughs> And you told them the whole explanation like Riley and Jonesy did. Mm -hmm. How would you handle it once they showed up to the game? I'd have a scrap. <laughs> scrap. I'd have a scrap. That's a derby scrap on site. I would. 
channel my displeasure <laughs> into my game. <laughs> so, yeah, my, my thought on it was that, you know, I would have told Sh- Shorzy that um, that these th- these are just some really strange chicks and they're they've been hounding them all the time. So just go chirp at them the entire time. Be as vulgar as possible I, I about it. I feel like, like Shorzy would have just flirted with them. Like, I don't see him yeah. doing that. You don't, I don't see know. him? Maybe the it's other more guys. fun for him to chirp at the boys than it is to chirp at pretty girls. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I would, I would have pretended that I don't care, and just say these, these chicks are weird, and I mean, go chirp at them if you want to. They probably like some really weird stuff. I would go with that if you're gonna try. <laughs> right. I would. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'd probably just tell one of the other guys, you know, when they start chirping me about it, going, "I got no idea. It's all yours. Go ahead, Be my guest. Get after <laughs> it." <laughs> yeah, get after it. That's, that's a that's a takedown. <laughs> yeah, they're too young for sure. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking oh, that watching the show. Like, good point, Adrian. He did. Uh, what do you say, dibs or digies? But yeah, he did. He did say that. They're not I mean, his normal. They type. do look older than Cassie and Tassie. Cassie and Tassie just—they look young. <laughs> they I do. gotta I, I gotta agree with you on that one, especially in that particular scene where you had April and May, and then they shoot back to Cassie and Tassie. It was like. Wow, they look really young back there, you know? <laughs> Compared like, to I don't mean, yeah. I mean, it's like, I guess it maybe it was just a com- contrast compare thing, but I was like, they look like 17 or 16 <laughs> or something like that. I was like, this is thrown off the entire past <laughs> seasons now. I mean, this is, this is all wrong. Well, it's, yeah, I often wonder, you know, just in each particular episode, as we, because as we've discussed, it's, there is no, time <laughs> in letter kenny every right. every episode uh is at the exact same time and a different time at the same time yep. um but this is 2023 know. no it's not <laughs> it's 2015 it's, no it's not <laughs> it's not 2015 uh but you know just how that uh i lost my train of thought i got derailed um <laughs> uh, not the only one but uh just all the all the stuff that that Shorzy does and says uh and yeah how oh and always wondering how old somebody is at that particular episode that's where i was going with that um it's, it's like so this episode r- resides somewhere in the universe um at some point in time how old are these people at this particular time? So like episode one is not too far. At, can't be too far after high school for, uh, for Wayne mm-hmm. anyway, because they're just talking about, you know, th- that uh, they were high school sweeties. But it was like seven years or something like that, that they were together. So they were at least. It's like two years after, I, w- I want to say, wasn't it? I think it was a little know. bit longer than that. Again, we need Awesome who does not watch us live. <laughs> Damn it, Awesome. It's your fault. She doesn't care anymore. <laughs> See, I remember having about... that discussion like early on where we were trying to figure out how they were. And at yeah. one point, we well, did I mean, settle on an age. Well, I mean, start. if you look at the script that we got from Letterkenny Live for the for, for the mm-hmm. pilot episode, they all they do talk about like Riley and Jones are 25 or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Which were supposed to be a, a couple of years older than than Katie. Yeah. Um, and Wayne was a couple of years older than Katie. Not saying that they were the same age. Yeah. The three of them. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I I would place all of them at the beginning in their like early twenties, but 
We know that Bonnie McMurray was 16. Angie five Wayne. years. Okay. Yeah, five years. So more but, than high school at least. Yeah. Um, and high school sweetie does not necessarily mean ninth grade. No, not necessarily. So, yeah. yeah. A week before think, graduation. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. You know, I met her in high school. She's my high school sweetie, I guess. Right? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have one, so I don't what know. What was Wayne's dating life in high school? <laughs> I mean... It didn't sound like Angie was his first girlfriend, just his longest girlfriend. Yeah. So I'm guessing he was pretty popular with the ladies until they didn't get much conversation out of him. And then, like, Angie kind of liked that she didn't get much conversation out of him. Yeah. That's my theory. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Austin would be like... Kiso was gorgeous in high school, so I bet. <laughs> He's always looked like that. <laughs> All of his life. <laughs> He's Wayne. That's right. He doesn't have to do anything. He does not age. <laughs> right? He, he is the he portrait. He just looks like that, and everything falls into place. He is the picture of Dorian Gray. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see who's probably. Uh, Wayne should be the best singer in Letterkenny. <laughs> You know, it'd be funny as he, you know, he's the toughest guy in Letterkenny, but he could be the worst singer in Letterkenny. And nobody will tell him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No one would tell him. Just his claim to fame. I mean, it would be hilarious if he was the best singer. He's, a, he's the best fighter and he's the best singer. I feel like it should be like rolled or something. Like somebody that you wouldn't right expect. Stoic as fuck on the way to the mic. Shredding while he's up there. And stoic again. Yeah. He, he would probably approach, like he would approach it the way he does... Uh, to a fight he would walk he would walk up there roll, rolling up his sleeves have the dart do a shot yeah i see that <laughs> and then, he just and then stand at attention down. at the microphone yeah he wouldn't move he just stands there <laughs> no the thing is, is... And ACDC. Oh Wayne is... <laughs> wow i'm convinced there's got to be somewhere wow. either a recording or video or just off the cuff of wayne uh Maybe as Wayne, probably as Kiso, uh, doing "Want to Be Close to Christ" and Wayne himself, <laughs> and I bet as Wayne that would work, even if he is singing Wayne. But oh man, yeah, no, oh, Jesus. Because <laughs> I may be crazy, but that's still one of my favorite things I've ever of all the songs I've ever heard on. Yeah, that, that was the greatest favorite. I'm like, this should be a real song. Why is this well, not a real song? Be close to Christ. And way, and way. My journal. <laughs> My tattoo journal. Uh, that was fun singing that on the on the table read. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and also welcome to uh, joining the table read universe. Table read crew. Oh, well, thank you, thank you. I saw I saw my roles and uh, I just worried. <laughs> nah, you'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. Oh, Matt, you, you've, I'm sure you've watched a number of them to find out. We don't take them very seriously. No. I mean, unless David's writing them. Right. We, David we, does take his work seriously, which he absolutely should. And we take him. We, so we do take a little yes. extra care with his because they are new. They're, you know, they're, brand. Yeah, yeah, brand new. No one's heard them before. So it's the debut. That's right. It's been so fun doing that. Uh, so what do you say we get into a little bit of fuck? Fuck fight, Ferda. Yeah. Uh, 
one of my favorite games. I'm going to lie, this is the part I'm most excited about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so for anyone who doesn't know what Fight, Fuck Fight Fert is, Fuck Fight Fert is our version of uh, Fuck Mary Kill, except we don't want to kill anybody. We, we definitely want to do some fighting. Uh, but, and we don't really want to marry anybody. Nobody, nobody, aside from the McMurrays, get married. Uh, <laughs> maybe Wayne one day. Maybe. Aww. Um, but <laughs> I love Aaron. Um, but anyway, so, uh, what we do is we, we, we're either going to fuck them, we're going to fight them, or they're our buddies and we say, Ferda. uh, so as we like to do, we're, uh, and, uh, caveats up front, uh, assuming you swing that way and all is consensual, that's how these are, that, that's how these are going. Uh, usually we try, try to focus on just this particular episode, but if but you it's wish, your first time. If, if you wish, you can choose <laughs> at any particular time how you overall feel about them. So <clears throat> we don't care either way. Yeah. We will choose for the particular episode, but you are free to do as you wish. Uh, but as we like to do, we will start with Wayne. Wayne. Wayne's kind of easy in this one because he didn't do much. Like, Ferda all the way. You know, he's just, he's a background character in this one. Sure. Uh, I'm going to say... Fight then Ferda. Fight then yep. Ferda. That's how you make friends with Wayne. <laughs> That's how you make friends with Wayne. Yep. There you go. All right. Um, uh, yeah, I for this one, you know, I, yeah, he's just he's he's a Ferda for me. Um, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, so there's sometimes where I where I will d- downright get after him, but not in this one. Uh, Katie. Katie's also kind of just a background character in this one. A bit. She's. A, I think she's I like. a, a little bit more vocal, but right. She's probably got a few more lines, but yeah. But like the the main focus of this episode was definitely not the main no, characters. Definitely not. So Isaac Verda. There's okay. not other than like at the end where she's cute and says that the dicks can keep the dog. Like I can't <laughs> think of. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're good. Dress. Um, for me, uh. In a strictly argumentative vocal way, <laughs> I would probably fight Katie because she was mean to Stuart. Dig it. You know, I, and it. that's one of the things that uh, has kind of carried over and is very apparent this season is just Katie hates things. Yeah. <laughs> that seems to be her job. Yeah. Um, with, with vim and vigor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'll give her a fur to this one. Um, I mean, I'm talking to. I, <laughs> Yeah, I could give her a talking to, uh, but <laughs> she wouldn't care. She would just she, she would just hate me about it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Dan. Daniels. Daniel. Mr. Squirrely Daniels. He wasn't dumb to suggest his sweetie. Like, Ellen totally did read those, those leaves, and mm-hmm. so it wasn't, you know, a completely weird suggestion. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to stick with Ferda. All right. Um, the whole exchange about his name, though, is just like, I, <laughs> there, there's this part of me that's like, I want to finish that conversation. I want, I want to know, Dan, what is your last name? <laughs> what is your last name? What that's, is it? That's one of those tropes. You're never going to know what right? the last never, name is. Never, ever. Uh, Dan in this one, mostly because I love seeing Dan out, out of the, outside the context of the Hicks. Yeah. And uh, probably one of the only other times I thought this was on Valentine's Day, but I'd have to fuck Dan. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. 
I'm with you. I bet he gives really good hugs and snuggles. Oh, oh yeah. He would <laughs> he, he would totally I mean if you were his little spoon. Oh, oh it'd be so comfy. <laughs> oh, what was that line where he goes, How would I do there? Well, dear, you'd probably do okay. How would I do? You do great there. <laughs> <laughs> um and, yeah, Dan. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh Rosie. I like that we get more of Rosie. Mm -hmm. I like that they bring back um, the Pitbull rescue that mm -hmm. she worked when she left Wayne the last time. You're a great fucking gal, Rosie. Right? Um, <laughs> and she really is. She's a really great fucking gal. And, like, you know my brain. I'm literally, like, but, like, probably monogamous with Wayne, so. I'm saying, assume, assuming, assuming everything. Consent. Yes. Assuming consent, like I'd I'd be down with her. All right, absolutely. All right, like she's cute as fuck when she's looking for that dog. I love yep. singing. Like can I confirm. feel like I can talk her into karaoke. Like let's do it. Jess, I could not get naked fast enough. <laughs> That's Dean's answer too. <laughs> I mean, I would I would be like uh, uh, Bruce Almighty. <laughs> oh no no no! I mean, for me, uh, uh, loving. And caring for a dog is oh yeah, right? it really yep. is. Can confirm. Uh, Gaylor. Ferda, she only had the one scene. True. It was great. It was. I'm sure it was hilarious. Hockey players, same boat as you, Trace. <laughs> like I, I don't know. I knew like two of those names, but I knew it was funny. Say, they were names. Who's your favorite player? Gabriel Longest Cock. <laughs> right there. Yeah. So Ferda for me. All right. Trust. Uh, I've always said about Gail that I would, uh, I'm, I'm fearful, but mm -hmm. my curiosity would get the better of me. Uh huh. All right. You're going <laughs> like, so, yeah, to learn, learn something every time, new. Every, <laughs> yeah, every time exactly. with Gaylor. Yeah. Exactly. So, it, yeah. And I'm, I, uh, I should say no, but I don't know if I can. Yeah. <laughs> um, I already said yes in in, uh, in episode one, just because I, and I, because on that one, I just, she had the moves, and I was. And she had some control in that one too. I mean, yeah, she had, yeah, controlled moves, which yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm with that. But this episode, eh, I, yeah, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I I totally get what you're saying there, uh, Bonnie. Same as Gail for me, Verda. Mm. Yeah, really love seeing more of Bonnie. I know I said that already. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I'm I'm always happy when she has more than like one. She, line. Yeah, she is. De she's definitely maturing a lot mm -hmm. in her role, and uh, I like the snarkiness she's bringing yes. to the character without yes. it being angry like Katie. Yes, she's yeah. got some good sarcasm. Yes, <laughs> I, I I do kind of like at this point with uh, Bonnie, especially when you noticed it at the end of uh, Chips, mm -hmm. is they're they're kind of looking at bonnie as like the lone voice of reason sometimes. Yes, a little agreed. bit yeah agreed <laughs> and it's like and in that and in that instance like ferda i mean i want somebody to if i was there sitting around going are all these people crazy <laughs> and have her explain what to me no but <laughs> yeah 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 i'm i'm yeah ferda for me on this one as well uh Glenn. <laughs> um
Really? Taking that hard? I mean, what, what do you what do you So I I'm gonna say Furda, but the reason why I'm like, huh, is because my brain was basically saying the same things I was saying about Rosie. Whereas like I like the 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 enthusiasm you had for saving the dog and like the singing was fun and you know, all of that and but it's still Furda. All right. It's still Furda. I mean, was it potentially a fuck almost? Yeah, kinda maybe. All right. Okay. Well that's fine. He did find the dog, too. He did. He did. He, he, did. he absolutely did. <laughs> if you, if you need look, to swing you one way or the other. Horses. <laughs> oh. Horses. Also, the horses, uh, this is actually something I didn't go back and look look at, but I was, was horses mentioned more than once before Wayne said it? Because yes. I know Ellen said it, but yeah. Wayne wasn't in the room when Ellen said it. Was it said before that? Yeah, it was. Okay. When yeah. They were, yeah, they okay. were talking about the being near I horses. I missed yeah. that every time then because I was like, wait, wait. No, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> was just. He in the same room? It wasn't just because he liked horses. So. <laughs> like me, driving my horses, I have to say horse. Uh, for Glenn, I will <laughs> say joke. this much: I have, I have thought all three about him at one point or another. Mm-hmm. But in this one, you know, it's Ferda because my man's out looking for dogs. You know, yeah, yeah. he's giving it his all, and he's he's put the time in and the effort and. And it's important to him. It's something that he is proud that he can do. Yeah. At that point, all you want to do is support somebody and say, you go get it, Glenn. Yep. You can do it. And his his buddy, his good buddy Wayne's going with him. His good buddy Wayne. His bestie. His new bestie. His new bestie. His new bestie. That didn't last long. (laughs) Go bestie every week. Uh, Steer. Ferda. He did not deserve getting yelled at by Katie, but the rest of it was just comedy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jess. Uh, Stuart, I'm going to go with Ferda. I mean, there right. are times that I've wanted to fight him, but yeah, not this time. And like Tiara said, that that, that was me. It, it was over the top. It yeah. was a moot point. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's to that I would have expected Roll to go, hey, bitch. Right. <laughs> right. Unlike the last episode. However, where... in that instance, Wayne would have probably gotten up. Yeah. <laughs> and that would have been trouble. Um uh Roll D. Fuck. All right. He Good was after. very concerned for the well being of that dog. Yes, very concerned. He was. And he was really excited about psychic stuff and drinking the tea and his facial expressions while he's drinking the tea. And he's, oh, 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 even when he got it wrong and only did two like instead of three. magic or something. Right? <laughs> yes. Uh, rolled uh, for only because uh, if I was there in the same situation, I would be a basket case just like Rolled was. Mm-hmm. And I would like... Let's just hang out here and freak out together. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm furred on rolled as well. Um, I always want to just like put him in my pocket, you know, just keep him safe. All right. Um, <laughs> Ellen. Ellen. Furda. All right. She was only in the in the in the tea leaves this time, really, and yeah. While it two was, scenes, it was clever. Yeah, it didn't do much for me. But I do I do like that she that what I was saying about um how she mentioned she'd love it if Dan, you know, called her more and sex, 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 sex. I love it. 
Tris? I got a spot for her finger. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I mean, she's, yeah, no. But every time she comes on, it's always so random, mm-hmm. almost. Mm. You know, just apropos of nothing, but she always kills it when she's there. Mm. And it would be part of you who goes, my sweetie Ellen's, you know, reads tea leaves. Well, of course she does. Of course she does, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then she, and, and when you get to the scene, is like, well, she apparently knows what she's doing with this tea leaf reading thing. <laughs> Another, you know, layer to the, you know, Ellen. And mm. it's like, I really, I don't know. I've always just thought she was super pretty. And, oh, yeah. Uh, Very. Super cool. And apparently super smart. Mm-hmm. And and she gives massages. I, yes. Dude, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. That might put it over to to fuck for me. <laughs> I need a massage. My like I said, I know where she can put the finger. There you go. Dig it. <laughs> Maybe two. Um, Riley and Jonesy. <laughs> oh, dipshits. <laughs> Riley and Jonesy. Riley and Jonesy did not deserve what they got in this episode. Nope. And they tried. They were. They, they, they tried patient. to be nice about it. Yeah, they were patient. They were. They were. They. They. Un, they understood their. But they, and they explained. You know why they couldn't do that. I mean, there's a. It's, you know, sports teams. Sports things have their rituals and their superstitions. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and as we know, Riley and Jonesy are not the most with it folks. Um, as far as it comes to being able to handle emotions especially while they're playing so you know i understand you know that we can't i i can't i'm playing a game and i need to focus on the game and i hope you understand that because you were fucking late and you didn't call uh and i'm not calling you out on that and i'm not even saying a thing right they didn't (laughs) say a damn thing they were just like "Uh, yeah they they completely explained it Yeah. yeah you know and like even even when they were saying it they you almost got the the sense they were saying, look, yes, we know it's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. This this is how it is. And almost thank you for understanding, but mm-hmm. they apparently didn't. And yeah. then they showed up and it's like, they weren't mean about it. Like they weren't saying, like, fuck, no, you ain't coming to our game. They're like, you know, look, here's how it works. Yep. And they yeah. just took it super personally. And yeah. They came all the way the from the city. That. You know you're what? Right. If 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 you're saying you came all the way from the city, maybe you should have fucking called. Right. Right. <laughs> like, if your brother's late with the car and you can't leave the city until you get the car, call the people you're going to meet and say, hey, I don't have the car yet. Can we reschedule? Sure. Or yeah, exactly. can we meet up later? And the boys can be like, nah, we got plans for later, but we can do this another day. Yeah. And then everybody's happy. But they were rude. And you didn't they have didn't to have be a, manners. Didn't and, have to be a dick about it. Right. So like I still say Ferda because those boys share a brain cell <laughs> and I do not that mm, they just they still they're like walking STDs to me. I can't do it. That's <laughs> <laughs> proven. But would you right? fuck, would you fuck Dax and Ron? Um probably. <laughs> And they are. They do not share brain cells. <laughs> they are both individually are, with but brains. They, but they are also walking, walking STDs. STDs yes. <laughs> but they they go to the doctor about it and take their medicine and stuff. So 
not shaming anybody. Unless with those boys, <laughs> I am shaming them. I should say that because. <sighs> anyway, trust. Me. It's not like there's not a ton of research out there, guys. Right. <laughs> they have a hard time focusing on the puck. Uh, let's see, uh, Riley and Jonesy, Berta, yeah. you just you just want to pull them over to the side and go, guys, guys, my dudes, my dudes, <laughs> my dudes. This is <laughs> this is probably just going to go bad to worse. So I, I think I probably not, it, don't read anything into it. You just yeah. feel bad for them because they, yeah, they did it right. I mean, yeah, they did. It was a bad situation. They explained themselves as only Riley and Jonesy can, <laughs> and the girls just went ham on them and it's like wait a fucking minute they kind of <laughs> saved themselves to... from a couple of cunts really yeah <laughs> don't be a cunt oh yeah Berta. <laughs> yeah uh all right and i think i know where we're all gonna be on this one april and may i'm putting them together too fight those bitches <laughs> man i will plump up her lips for free <laughs> <laughs> With a headbutt. <laughs> Boom. And, and I some. would I would corral them so Tiara could fight them. <laughs> <laughs> over here, over here, over here, over here. Get him, Tiara. <laughs> Just bouncing always them back in. Called. You always <laughs> call. That's why you always leave, leave a, a note. note. Yep. <laughs> Tiara over there teaching lessons with fists <laughs> at the same time. Yep. That would be actually so, be really fun. So we're all watch. fighting them. Because I'd throw like oh, two yeah. punches and then my elbow would yeah. go out and I would be disabled for a while. <laughs> all right. Um, also, uh, hasn't been in, wasn't in much, but Avi. Oh, right, right. He was in the opener. Yeah. Um, it's good to see him back. Ferda, hope to see more of Avi. I yeah. like Avi. Ferda, definitely. Yeah. I like I like him as a new character. I hope they keep working him in. Yeah, and nice guy too. Um, Dan Harrush. And I like that they're bringing back characters that we've only seen a couple times like him and like ellen and yeah like it's it's this this show is such a great collaborative show with such great characters that the more they bring in the better not the worse like in other shows honestly mm. like it's just adding to the richness of, of the story and yeah and the characters are, are being established so well yeah how uh you know, small a piece of the show that they're on. Right. You know, I mean, I'm trying to think of someone who's done more with with less than Avi, you know? Mm. Um, this Sophia, was the maybe. second episode, I think, with Avi. Is that right? This is the second time we've seen Avi or the third? E, there will be a third. There will no, be a but, third? Yeah, right, there's, right. there's one more. This yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I realize he got basically his, his whole on, own show last season. But mm -hmm. you know, it was a good show. The way it, it was fun. The way the way it was treated this season was like, oh yeah, it's Avi. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> of course he's with him. Right. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. They don't it's make a, it a whole thing anymore. It's and, and, and the same way with the dicks, kind of. After three completely dick centric episodes, <laughs> they've settled in. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> they've they've got some good jokes now without it being so overboard like Shorzy where we're tired of it. Yeah, and there's like, and there's new ones. And the, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. They, they, they keep coming up with new dicks. Right. Yeah. New there's, dick right. jokes. And, and it works good as a a part of an episode. Yeah. I think yeah. it's it's I think even they realized during the making of the third dick episode that you know, we've we've taken this about as far as we can at as yeah. at holding down a whole episode. 
but it's it's very nice that they made them part of the just the overall you know grouping of people in the show yeah man sorry (laughs) um and finally shorzy oh fight (laughs) uh you may Shorzy makes Tiara violent. <laughs> I know it's I know it's Shorzy not an answer, in the Shorzy I'd... TV show doesn't. Yeah. But in Shorzy and Letterkenny makes me want to scrap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, honestly, on this one, and I know it's not real answer, but I'd almost be like indifferent and just like I get that. Go back to Sudbury, you're more fun there. <laughs> you know? So kick but, it. But I mean, if back. I had to, probably just fight him. Yeah. Yeah. Riley and Jonesy do not know how to take a chirp and stand up for themselves without like it's all personal and they yeah. do it every time and Shorzy knows that he's never going to stop with them because they are such easy marks for him so like you rarely see Shorzy chirping any other players maybe on the other I, team maybe but like I can't remember who said it but I'm sorry Tiara, no, go, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead uh I can't remember who said go. it but at one time how could anybody apparently have been an organized hockey for as long as Riley and Jonesy have and still get upset about a chirp about their mom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I'm sorry. I, mean, I was not done, but go ahead. Oh. I got two more. Oh, okay. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. I uh, agree with you on that for sure. Cuz I did leave I did leave them off the list, but I I just remembered because of we talked uh Anita Dick. Oh, right. She was so cute. And jumping up and down when she got to keep the puppy. She's a swinger. Oh my God, so was I. She so is a was swinger. <laughs> she is a swinger. I would take Anita to I, pound I town. believe Anita would be a lot of fun. I believe that Anita is And a horse-drawn like, carriage. <laughs> yeah. Like, she she knew exactly what her kids were doing because she done all those things and likes all those things. Probably still does them with her husband. And that's why he's so, like, <laughs> because she's totally his dom. Yeah. And it's, like, they've got a beautiful relationship. And she's so soft and sweet to everybody and seems so, like, demure. and, and But she, she knows the jokes. She gets the jokes. I think that's why she's the one who usually starts the giggling. And then he's following her lead. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably have to. I'd probably have to go with uh, Ferda with her, because if if I had picked a uh, fucker, I'd be like confused as, a, <laughs> as to what we were doing. He's <laughs> like, you know, we're going. You know, well, she's going to be taking. Take charge. a look at my gash. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> What am I doing here? <laughs> evidently, <laughs> evidently, Anita is also good at teaching scissoring. <laughs> right. So yeah, he... uh, yeah, it'd have to be Ferda only for the confusion factor that would mm. arise. No, she's going to direct the event, I'm sure. So oh I, yeah, that's uh... a good point. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just have to I'd lay back. Find a way to get confused. Enjoy. <laughs> I'm confused while you're fucking me. Oh uh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> How about Noah? That's who our final one is. Unless I've missed anybody. He's so awkward. He is. (laughs) Uh, It'd have to be Ferda, but it would be like, uh, you know, you're at a party and you like see someone and you're like, hey, man, how's it going? And they say something and that will be awkward. And you're like, 
Yeah. Hi, man. Good to see you. Yeah. <laughs> I am blessed this day. I'm going to go right. over here now. <laughs> well, good for you. But good to see you again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that's all I got. I mean, unless yeah. there's somebody I've missed. No, I think you got them all. All right. Uh, Tannis is always up. Oh, she wouldn't in oh this my, episode. Oh, my God. That's no. okay. She, yeah. But we can think about it. Except the ap- the episode where she was, <laughs> was like, misogynistic uh, toward uh, um, Wayne. Oh, yeah. Other than that, fuck every time. Yeah. I could get over that. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> Yeah, it's just the one time. So, <laughs> uh, so any final thoughts on uh, on this before we uh, before we sign off? Nothing. Anybody? No, I'm good. Uh, I just I just really like this uh, episode. I want to thank you for letting me review it. But I really yeah. like this episode because it allowed a lot of the other sometimes background characters to come forward and Agreed. have the spotlight. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, hang with us a bit, but uh, in the meantime, Maestro. Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of How Are You Now? with your favorite group of hicks, skids, hockey players, Christians, and DJs. We hope you enjoyed our chat with Dress Today, and we uh, look forward to having them back in the future. Uh, joining us next week will be our good buddy, uh, Rene Encarnacion, who will be uh, here to chat about Season 11, Episode 4, Nudes. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a rating, a review. And, uh, you know, until next time, keep your heads up and don't be spare parts, bud.